Ming's not unbeatable. With all his men, he couldn't even kill Flash. Gordon's alive! The following is a member of the Growler Media Podcast Network. Find out more at growlermedia.com. Welcome to Flash Gordon Minute, presenting your hosts from Minute of Darkness and the Cosmic Geppetto Podcast, Brad, and introducing your intrepid explorer of Planet Mongo, Eric. We are at Minute 6 of Flash Gordon. Eric, how you doing? Brad, I think I need you to hold my hand, man. This turbulence is freaking me out. <laughs> Uh, this is gonna be so much fun. This is a good minute. Uh, I'm doing fantastic myself because we have our first guest, and it's a good one. It is uh, one of my favorite guests from uh, our work on Minute of Darkness. We have Sean German from Groundhog Minute. Sean, how are you? Oh, I'm I'm just fantastic. You know, sometimes air rises above the clouds. <laughs> we should state right up front also that while Sean's last name is German and my last name is Deutsch, there is no relation. <laughs> no nepotism in choosing him as a guest. No, no, no. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> Quite frankly, if we wanted to go with, uh, if we really wanted to like be crappy, there's just a lot cuter options than you, Sean. No offense, but we 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 got a couple of hotties that want to be on the show because. Uh, it turns out uh, women loves them some podcasters. <laughs> I think they just love the Sam Jones. But uh, yeah, oh, any way you can get yeah. them, though. Any way you can get them on the show. So yeah, what, so what am I doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? Well, first off, you have one of the best voices in podcasting. The people who listen to Men of Darkness, one thing that we threw out was uh, we would always have a quote from the movie uh, recorded by different minute by minute or friends of the show. Uh, Sean did a bunch of them and just a great radio voice. Uh, so it's, it's good to have that because, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, it, with uh, a cosmic Geppetto, uh, a cosmic Geppetto. Not everyone has a great voice because we want just great people, but it's like, it's nice to have like a good James Earl Jones esque uh, voice crooning over the, the, the air, the uh, interwebs. No pressure, Sean, comparing you to James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> some, some buildup. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's important to have, uh, you know, something to say. It's not just the voice and it's important to have a great movie to talk about. And certainly you had one with army of darkness with the minute of darkness. That was a lot of fun. And you have, uh, I'd say an even better movie. Here with the with the Flash Gordon, it's definitely it's a more fun movie to do. But I mean, and I loved Minute of Darkness. That was a lot of fun, and we had some great stuff to talk about. But this movie's yeah. insane. <laughs> Flash Gordon is insane. And also, one of the things uh, that was a problem—I uh, don't want to say it was a problem—but a difference with uh, Army of Darkness is with Army of Darkness, you have Bruce Campbell, and he was pretty much the o- closest thing you had to a star. There were other working actors that were in that movie, and you did have uh, the gentleman who played Elaine's boss on Seinfeld, <laughs> and that was cool to talk about. But we, we have Timothy Talton and uh, Brian Blessed, and of course, Sam Jones, which who's an interesting person to talk about. Yeah, and Paul. Paul. And we get to talk about Chaim Topal, and uh, we're, we're going to get to talk about him this week. And I'm really excited because a fascinating person, fascinating career, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So this is going to be a good week. Yeah, we, we've got some um, other notable actors that uh, I won't name names yet, but we've got some good folks coming up. 
<laughs> yeah, save that for tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, and Melody Anderson is just is just wonderful. I mean, she's maybe not as high profile as some of those other names you've mentioned, but she certainly she certainly hits the mark um, in this one. We we talked a little bit about Melody last week, and boy, the the outfit that they, especially the hair they stick her with, and it was just very late in seventies, early eighties. It's like wow. But uh, it's pretty impressive that with the outfit, with the hair and the shoulder pads in the outfit, she still looks fantastic. And uh, man, you, you can lose yourself into in her eyes. She just beautiful eyes, and uh, you could see in this minute, Flash is obviously very smitten with her. Apparently, was very smitten with her from the day before. And uh, I buy it. I buy it. Yeah, he's he's really laying on the charm here. You know, he says to her, I asked the Mater D about you. I wonder what were you doing there? And any other character, I feel like it would come across a little smarmy, a little sleazy, like he's, you know, he he's he's working his game here, but Flash is just such a a pure guy. I want to believe him that he really genuinely means it. Yeah, yeah, he's you know, also has has great hair. We don't want to gloss over <laughs> as well. You you, you gave Dale her due. Flash is, is, is looking good. It's, it, yeah, it's strange. It's one of those things. It's, you know, it's one of those funny because it's true, uh, maybe that, you know, things an, an ordinary person, you know, if, if, if you or I did it, Brad or Erica, certainly if I did it, you know, those kind of things, it would seem creepy. It's not just the good looks. Obviously, Sam Jones is, is an attractive man, but there's something else about him. I mean, he, this is a guy who's wearing a shirt with his name on it. Oh God! He's not wearing his jersey. It's not like a football jersey with the name on the back. Like he's got his name on the front, which for anyone else to do would be like, what you know, what ego do you have that you're wearing like your own shirt? But it works. Like when Flash does it, it's it's Flash. It's okay. Yeah, we we, we Sean we talked about that uh, last week. The shirt, and because of that, I looked it up because we were obsessed with the shirt. I own, I have the sh- the shirt myself, and it turns out. All over the internet, I see on a million websites that the T-shirt was a gift from an anonymous female fan, and he wore it a lot, hoping he would eventually meet the woman. Now, nobody sources this. It's on a million different websites with trivia about this movie, but it, no one says where that information came from, so I don't know if it's true or not. But if it's true, he's a good-looking NFL starting quarterback, and that reeks of desperation. <laughs> he should not have to do that. I just sort of assumed he had it in case he forgot how to spell his name because no matter – and we're going to have minutes where he really tries to come across as smart, but God bless him, he just seems dim. And I think he's probably tr- like used the shirt to try to spell his name and accidentally like spelled it back on upside down. It's like, oh, those aren't actual letters. It's like, hi, oh, yeah, you beautiful, dumb son of a gun. And this is jumping ahead a more than a little bit, but it all comes together. He, you know, he's not, he's not the scientist. He's not the thinker that Zarkov is, you know, the, the, the team that eventually comes together, everyone plays their part and has their role. There are thinkers, there are planners, there are people who uh, are expert in strategy. And then there are the people that just act, they just do. And when they're not doing, they stand around and look good. And, and that's Flash Gordon. You know, that, that's Flash Gordon to me in a, in a nutshell. And there's um, a real warmth to the performance and to the character because he just, and and sort of already been alluded to, just comes across as a really nice, pure-hearted guy. And we we are a little bit in an era of the sort of smart-alecky, smarter-than-the-room, a little smarmy hero, probably best exemplified by talking about Marvel movies because I do that a lot, uh, Tony Stark in the Iron Man movies. Tony Stark's a bit of a jerk. 
Oh, he's more than a bit of a jerk. <laughs> Flash is almost the opposite of that. Probably the closest I can think of, like a modern example that, again, in the Marvel movies is, especially in the first Captain America movie, that's who Steve Rogers was, where he was just like a pure-hearted guy. Now, he, he wasn't as dim, he was so pure motivation that it's, he was hard to dislike. And I remember liking that in the Captain America movies. Like, oh, it's nice to actually watch a movie where you can root with for the good guy because he's just a nice guy. Well, the theme song says, no one but the pure at heart, right? No one but the pure at heart. So, uh, Eric, can you give us a, like a, a quick recap of this minute? What, 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 what we see happen in minute six of this movie? Yeah, sure. Um, and I, I, this is in the later part of the minute, but since we're already talking about the Flash Dale dynamic uh we'll get to the pilot stuff later um so in the original script flash and dale meet at a canadian resort called dark harbor and the van that dale had pulled up in on the airstrip said dark harbor on it later on in the movie the two of them are talking about uh wishing they were back at dark harbor so right now we don't know that in theory they technically already met it said they flirted with each other but they didn't become acquainted until they're on this plane i've been married for 11 years so i'm a bit out of the game but how do you flirt with someone without becoming acquainted with them? <laughs> I, I guess i guess it just must have been knowing glances from across the bar and maybe that stupid you know sort of tip your glass before you drink it <laughs> and again Flash doesn't seem like the guy who would just do knowing glances from across the bar. <laughs> he would walk over. He's like, hey, I'm Flash. He's like, I can tell your name's on your shirt. Uh, but but I guess that's what bar flirting is. Uh, I, 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 I'm with you. I've been uh, – I have not uh, – I've not been in the dating game for a long time. It's been uh, seven, 17 years I've been with my wife, 15, uh, 15 of those married. We're coming up on 16 years next month. Uh, you think she wants something for her anniversary? Yeah, nah, she's not good. <laughs> Even when I was single, I was never good at bar flirting. I, I never bought a girl a drink because it's like, I, I, first off, I don't know what to buy a girl to drink. It's like, send her a soda? I, I don't know what I'm doing here. Ah. Well, do you think the, is, is Flash buying the women drinks or are the women buying Flash the drinks? That's a great question. I think I think Flash is surrounded by women all who want to like feel his bicep and hear him talk about playing for the jets as if that's something to be proud of and then he and i don't think anybody's buying anybody drinks i think the bartender is just bringing over rounds of shots and it's on the house because i think hey he's a quarterback who's in on the front cover of people magazine we already talked about how that doesn't make any damn sense that's how famous a character he is and uh, and how beloved he is so i just think i just think the party follows flash so I, I don't think anyone's buying the drinks. I just think there's shots put in, being put in front of them. And I think Flash stops drinking the shots after two or three. I think he's more amused by the, 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 the women falling over themselves and just getting hammered on the, sh on the free shots. That, th this is my first attempt at Flash fan fiction. <laughs> I like it, though. I like it. I think, yeah, that's an excellent point that, yeah, he, he enjoys the scene going around him, but he doesn't get completely lost. Um, he probably and and you you see it here when the the pilot's asking him for an autograph when you know maybe he should be flying the plane you know he's probably got other <laughs> things he should be doing and, and not turning around to talk to Flash and and Flash knows how to handle it yeah Flash it, this is a very old school type of celebrity athlete and I don't think this really exists anymore because we're 
we're in a social media age and uh, people are much more familiar with athletes and don't get me wrong. If you're an athlete at a bar, you still get plenty of attention, but I think it's different. But um, God, not too long ago, there was a fantastic ESPN documentary on the pro wrestler, uh, Ric Flair, Mm -hmm. and just talking about him going to the bar and being the one to shut down the bar and doing drinks all night with the fans and the fans apparently would just swarm to him and they would find out what hotel he was staying at and like they would just be waiting for him at the hotel bar the the, the women throwing themselves at him and sort of the, the the old stereotypical groupie concept and i think uh it flash is definitely is his portrayal in this movie is definitely of that where he's the celebrity you know the athlete as celebrity and sort of viewed as a is a perfect individual by the fans you know just the way the pilot you know you're, as you said he, he should be really focusing on not crashing the damn plane and he's like flash could you sign this and him having the people magazine with him with flash on the front cover and it, it was definitely a lot of hero worship and that's it seems like it's it's it's, it's, uh, it's quaint even calls him mr gordon doesn't call him flash yeah yeah, yeah. so which, by the way, Sean, Brad and I were talking last week about whether Flash is his real first name or his nickname. And so I did a little research since last week. And interestingly enough, I can't really find anything about a real name for Flash Gordon. One website, Comic Vine, which is a, a pretty well-known website, calls him Alex Gordon. But that's not sourced anywhere. And it's the only website I found online that, that, where that came from. So I don't know how legit that is. And there was that new TV show about 10 years ago on Sci-Fi Channel. They said his real name was Stephen Gordon. But again, that was just on that TV show. So basically, here's a character that's been around for about 80 years. And it doesn't look like anyone has really ever given him a legitimate first name. That's Flash. (laughs) That's Flash for you. It's just just the charm of those old serials and um, Sunday Mm -hmm. funnies where... They didn't even think about it. Whoever created, you know, the guy who created Flash was the thing. He's like, I mean, to make sure that he has a real name because no one would be named Flash. He's like, nah, it's Flash Gordon. It sounds cool. That, yeah, I mean, Buck Rogers. What was his real name? Right. You know? oh, yeah, right. Buck Rogers, Flash Gordon. Sure. Yeah, they, they, they didn't quite put this much thought into it as, as we are doing <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, so you, you're, you're right, Brad. This is, this is a different time. Now it's athletes crossing over into pop culture and movies and music and all these other things is, is common, almost expected um, at this point. But yeah, for, for the a starting quarterback, um, even one for, for the jets to be on people magazine and to kind of reach that level of, of fame. And then, you know, we're going to see, we're going to see a step above that even for, for flash. So uh yeah, he's he's got a lot to go. Now, did you guys were were getting into the plane here? Did you talk about these pilots at all last week? We 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 talked about them very briefly last week about one of the actors was in The Empire Strikes Back, but that's about it. Oh, so you didn't but um so that was uh, so John Morton who was Dak in, in Empire. And actually, uh the other pilot, the guy on the left, I believe, uh Bernal Tucker was in Star Wars. Was actually uh, Del Gorin. He's one of the commanders at the uh, Masase Temple during the Battle of Yavin. Ah. So there's like uh, multiple Star Wars connections here. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of actors that will appear later on who were have Star Wars connections too. So um, wow, there, there's another one. Great. 
the the big one's coming. We don't want we don't every day. It's Monday. It's we're gonna start the week slow. We don't want to overwhelm people. <laughs> it's coming tomorrow. It's coming tomorrow. <laughs> but you know the 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 pilot says, "Can you sign this?" And he says, "What's your kid's Buzz. name?" And he says, "Buzz." Now, obviously, this movie's twenty five years before uh, the Toy <laughs> yeah. Story movies came out. So I'm assuming this is Buzz Aldrin, just like Buzz Lightyear was, but. I always felt like as a kid, this was some kind of joke that I just didn't get that his name was Buzz. Uh, yeah, because, I don't know, even the eight, early 80s, we were definitely past the point of calling people Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, that definitely feels like a 50s, 60s thing that would happen. Uh, that's a terrible <laughs> nickname. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of I made the, the, the Buzz Aldrin connection as well, unless it's, unless it's kind of a joke on, on Flash. It's like, okay, if we're just... You know, we're just picking random expletives and, and making them into names. Flash, Buzz, Bing, Pow, whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I mean, the, the the writer was the guy that wrote a bunch of the old Batman, so that would fit in. Yes, that's right. That's right. That was a great call out from last week. And uh, yeah, yeah. Perhaps the guy just does not know any names. He's just like, uh. It's like, you know, I'd love to find out what he'd actually uh, sample named his actual kid. It's like, there's my son, Kapow. <laughs> There's well, daughter. Biff would be a name. I mean, Biff is a yeah, name. Yeah. yeah, Biff is a name. Yeah, another one that you don't really hear anymore. Is that another uh, 50s, 60s name? But you know, a, a sample is sort of a. I think that's sort of his era. The great thing is after he sort of has his talk with the um, with the pilots and starts giving them advice <laughs> on how to fly the plane. This is so great. I mean. He's been taking flying lessons, Brad. Of course he should tell the pilots what to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, it it's just goes to show exactly the charm of Sam Jones because as I watched this, and especially doing what we're doing minute by minute, I was like, oh, that's such a jerk move. But I never thought it was a – you don't think it's a jerk move. Nobody reacts to it from a jerk move. And in fact, the real person comes across a little bit of a jerk is Dale telling him to knock it off. And she's being completely reasonable. She yells, I was like, why don't you just let him fly the plane? She is right. She's obviously nervous. Uh, and why not? You're in a plane, uh, in you know, in a small plane like that during a storm. So it's, she has every right to be nervous. But every time I hear her sort of grumble at Flash, I was like, oh, just shush. Shush, lady. That's Flash. Dennis Miller had a stand-up special about 20, 30 years ago on HBO, and he told this joke that has always stuck with me, and it made me think exactly of this. This is the joke. He says, You think pilots make fun of those guys who bring them the last 10 feet into the terminal with those cone flashlights? Well, thank you, Vasco da Gama. I kited in from Malaysia. You're going to take me the last furlong, Captain Everetti. It's just, you know, oh, you've been taking flying lessons. Okay, sure thing, dude. <laughs> so, um, Flash comes back. Uh, is not put off at all by uh, being scolded by Dale, and in fact, he, he's gonna he's put on his working <laughs> shoes because he's uh, he, he yeah. it's time for the meet. Well, cute. we get a nice shot uh, from behind as uh, Flash returns to his seat. Um, and one thing I noticed about this is all the subdued colors. When you did you you talked about before about Dale's dress, and she's got a little or the way she's dressed, she's got a little flash of color, but everything else. Up to this point, you know, in this scene and, and up to this point in the movie on Earth is is very, very Earth tones. A lot of browns, a lot of grays um, with just the little splash of color. A little bit, you know, on, on uh, Dale's blouse and, and Flash's shirt. 
Yeah, it's real smart the way uh, they, they have them dressed and they have the set sort of dress. So uh, your eyes are just on these two characters. And you, you're, it gets to be a pretty funny meet cute, uh, cute. I love how he introduces himself. It's like, oh, I'm Flash Gordon. It's like, all right, first off, everyone knows who you are. Second off, your name's on your freaking shirt. So she's probably figured it out. Anyway. And, you're, and you're carrying a magazine with your picture on it. So like, does she realize, like, <laughs> did she catch that? You know, he doesn't just carry around the magazine. Like, is she thinking that or does she see that, oh, this is from the pilot? Because, yeah, on top, I mean, what, what would you think of this guy? The guy who carries around not only the shirt with his name on it, but carries around a magazine with his picture on it. Like, everyone knows who this guy is. And sadly, that'd be me. If I, uh, <laughs> you know, if uh, Podcasting Monthly ever decides to feature Flash Gordon Minute, uh, I will be walking around with that magazine. I will be insufferable. Sean, I like what you said there about the colors, because I think we'll see in the next minutes we're doing with you this week, Zarkov's lab is, is pretty drab as well, so it's really setting up the Earth part of the movie very toned down before we get to the insanity of the colors. Yeah, it, it is great contrast in, in a lot of ways of what we see, and I don't know if it's, if it's Flash versus Ming, if it's Earth, like what the what the point is or why but the certainly the divide is there and the contrast will be there when suddenly uh, the colors and the backgrounds and the costumes uh, you know the what it, what's in the forefront of the scene what's in the background of the scene everything of the scene is is going to explode in color and creativity and they're emphasizing that contrast by keeping everything low at this point it's like the Wizard of Oz. I was just thinking the same thing. There is a definite Wizard of Oz. Hey, everything drab, drab, drab until we just <laughs> just throw color right in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, what else from this minute really popped out at you? Uh, I, th- I think we covered the whole minute. You got anything else, Sean? Yeah, no, I think that's about it. There, there's some interesting lines that I wasn't quite able to to lay more down in. And, and I don't know if you guys you know, had anything to it just towards the end when, when Dale's talking about, well, Flash ask, asks her why she's alone. And, and she says, trying to get my head together. Does that, is that like flashing back to another deleted scene or is there something in the comics? Like, I didn't know that seemed like a really interesting line that had something behind it, but I couldn't find it in the movie. I didn't come across anything. Maybe it's meant to set up that she's not happy with her life at the moment trying to think about maybe a change and, and not aware of the change her life is about to take. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely does feel like that was supposed to lead to somewhere or I don't know if there was a, some cut lines where she was nervous because she was going to meet flash and, or like you say, just unhappy with her life and Dale's a little underwritten. Uh, it, it's definitely a case of thank goodness you have a charismatic uh, actress who has good chemistry mm-hmm. and it, Melody and Sam Jones have good chemistry. This scene pops. This is a good meet cute. And that's not something you see anymore. Like romantic comedies aren't really a big thing anymore. And in a lot of ways, thankfully, we're, 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 we've gotten away from the damsel in distress type role that Dale embodies so much. But uh, no, this, the, the chemistry between the two is pretty good. And, um, you know, Sam Jones, who I think is pretty well established, isn't really an actor. I, hey, you know what? He, he's able to... To, to, to sort of crackle with someone else on screen, th- th- that ain't nothing. We, we've, we've sort of wrapped up minute six. Sean, this was a great first minute uh, first minute of the week. Thank you so much. I'm, uh, you're you're going to come back tomorrow? Oh, please. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't keep me away. 
Uh, we're going to have a great time. And uh, Eric, you got anything else for for today? I am set. We, of course, have to plug. As, as yes. By the time this comes out, Groundhog's, uh, Groundhog Minute will be out. Give our listeners a, a little taste of what they can expect from uh, Groundhog Minute. Sure. Well, what we do over at Groundhog Minute is uh, what you folks are doing for Flash Gordon, only we're doing it for the movie Groundhog Day, the uh, Bill Murray 1993 movie that we will cover one repetitive minute at a time. And me is referring to myself and my co-host, Dave Pallas. And you can find more about that at GroundhogMinute.com. It's such a great movie. Dave is a fantastic guy. He was just on uh, uh, an episode of Cosmic Geppetto podcast where he was mad about Last Jedi. <laughs> Dave has some opinions, certainly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, opinionated, it backs it up and has a reason for saying it. He was mad, and it was great because there were people with different opinions, and he wasn't yelling at the other people. He was yelling, but he was yelling at that movie. <laughs> and uh, Well, yeah, he, 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 you know, he's passionate, and he brings thought. He has you know, thought and reasoning behind those opinions, and so uh, – so he holds them, and he lets you know he's certainly not a, a shy wallflower that that Dave Palace. So, uh. well, we recommend everyone check it out. Uh, we'll post the links for for Groundhog Minute, great movie, and uh, you have a great and two great hosts. So uh, it's fantastic, and thank you so much for joining us today, <sighs> Eric. Yeah, I, I got a lot of problems. Hmm. Talk to me. As if we were recording this, my arch nemesis, the the Lex Luthor to my Superman. Justin Timberlake announced that he has a new album coming out this year. It hurts me because uh, Ooh. I know a lot of people don't feel this way, but I think he sucks. So uh, I, I don't know, Eric. What am I going to do? Well, when he brings the sexy back, Brad, don't worry about it, because Flash will save every one of us. Attention listeners. You can follow us on Twitter at FlashGordonPod and join the conversation on Facebook in the Flash Gordon Minute Listener's Vortex. Stay tuned for our next thrilling episode of Flash Gordon Minute.